Hello everyone, you are listening to Live in Yellow Submarine. This is episode two of my brand new podcast. I hope you have listened to and enjoyed episode one with my lovely sister. I've actually been really overwhelmed by all the support I've received just from the first episode. And I really, I love hearing your feedback and that you're enjoying it. And also what you want to hear in future episodes. All of that is amazing. I love that you guys are getting really involved. Um, so please keep that coming and keep enjoying it and smiling and laughing. Well, now that I've done my little intro waffle, that must mean that it is time for the jingle to live in a yellow submarine. Here we go. So joining me in my submarine this week is a very precious friend of mine. Oh, Jojo. So welcome to my podcast. How are you? I'm very well. Thank I just you had a little know. giggle because she like tossed her hair and made it look perfect. And I was like, <laughs> you know, the beauty of podcasts is no one can see you. <laughs> You can look a complete mess and it's fine. It's a routine thing. But you look lovely. Oh, thank um, you. So now, do you. Oh, stop it. Now, we actually met many years ago now, Jojo. Do you realise? We've been friends for quite a long time. But I we know. got quite friendly in my gap year. Yeah. We worked together. Yeah, so we worked in a sports shop together. We did. Yeah. We were such a dream team. But my favourite thing we've done ever was something we did at work one day when we were I, really I quiet. Know, I know what you're going to say. Which is learning the whole handshake from the parent trap yes, the be- movie because it is the best movie ever and if you haven't seen that handshake I think you need to YouTube it pause the podcast right now YouTube it because it's quite complex mm-hmm. it did take us a whole day to learn and we then got caught on the shop CCTV doing it <laughs> and messing up many times yeah so that was quite entertaining because we could watch it back um, but you are now a PT at sea, as we like to call it, aren't you? Yes, I am. Um, so you now work on cruise ships, doing personal training. And of course, like we both love a bit of travel and adventure, don't we? I think we're quite similar in that sense. We do. So you've seen a lot of places that I'm very jealous of. No. What would you say are your top three destinations that you visited, though? Oh. So on the cruise ships, I did the Caribbean. Oh. Yeah. I did the Baltics, uh, Norway, Iceland, and I did the Canary Islands. So top three mm, oh. is really hard because I think I did over 30 countries and to pick a top three. I did visit Russia, which was pretty cool. Was it? Yeah, it was. We had a few overnight stays there. So we had a few nights out, which was so fun. And it's just different there. Yeah. Really different. But it's nice to experience the different really culture different. and stuff yeah. like that yeah um, i was always very jealous of norway when I oh saw your photos. yeah to be it fair stunning Nor- okay yeah okay nor so expensive mm-hmm. so if you decide to visit norway save up yeah. <laughs> so norway yeah as you said it norway is definitely number one i would probably say i loved Tallinn. Um, that's in Estonia, which is oh, quite near yeah. Russia. That is stunning. Anybody who's ever been there would agree with me. It's like going back 500 years ago. Mm. Everything's really old. It's very picturesque. And, oh, probably Antigua in the Caribbean. <clears throat> yeah, I'd love to do the Caribbean. It was stunning. You know, I think there's so many Caribbean islands. And I think because we only visited them once every few weeks, they all come across quite similar. But Antigua just 
stood out. It was so picturesque. It was the postcard view, yeah. stunning. So, so maybe if you're thinking of going to the Caribbean, try Antigua. Definitely. Yeah, when all the madness is over in the world yeah. and we're able to travel yeah. again. Um, but it's something to look forward to. So it's time for my returning features now. So I hope you listened to last week's podcast with Lottie. I did. So you know what I'm going to ask you now. It was the highlight of my week. Something oh, to do with something to do with stories. So you've got your was it? Supply. Oh, so this is an item that's coming later. <clears throat> that you simply could not live without. If you had to go down in a submarine for weeks, which what, and you were only allowed one item, what would it be? One item. So does it have to be like an object, yeah. not like food or anything? I mean, you can choose food, <laughs> but you've got a submarine snack coming up a bit later. Oh, okay. So I'd thought that through already. Object. Like one item that you just would miss too much. It's really hard. I th- honestly, I think I'd just bring my Kindle. Well, yeah, I do that because I love reading. Yeah, and you know, there's so many, there's hundreds and thousands of books on my Kindle, and I could just read and read and read. Reading's a good one as well because you don't need to have internet or anything like that. Exactly, but you can get really lost in it and Mm. like. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, So my next one is your submarine songs of choice. So you can either choose up to five separate songs, which is what Lottie did, or you can choose an album (gasps) that's like your favourite album. Okay. What am I going to do? I think I might choose five separate songs. Okay, choose five separate. Yeah. Okay, so I think there has to be a Queen song in there. A Queen? Yeah, it's Queen. Sorry. (laughs) I just was waiting for B. I was waiting for Queen B. I was like, sorry, Queen Queen who? (laughs) No, unfortunately. Classic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Bohemian Rhapsody. Just straight in there. It's a long one. It's a long, yeah, exactly. Keep you entertained for a while. Exactly. If you're going to pick only five songs, might as well have the long ones. So they last. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. So Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Is it just me? In the submarine. No, I'm there too. Oh, okay. I was about to say, maybe like (laughs) on my own from Les Mis. (laughs) Well, it's my yellow submarine. Oh, okay. I'm always there. Okay. You're joining me and Lottie. Okay. She's already got um, Feed It to the Lions. Oh, June. That's a good one. I can't Um, remember what else she had. Some Bastille. So I've got... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I've got... Oh, have you heard... Did you ever watch Matilda? Yes. Okay. Have you heard of that song... I can't, I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called Little Bit Pretty One. What? When it goes, oh God, I'm going to have to sing it. Oh, sing it for us. When it goes, whoa, oh, 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 whoa, oh, 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 you know, I, I did do professional yeah, sort of performance arts professional training. training. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> it genuinely has. I, yeah, I, I have. I spent a lot of money on it as well. <laughs> um, oh my God, this is so hard. So the third one would be, uh, it's, I think, a good Ed Sheeran one. Oh, we went to see Ed together, Yeah, we said, yeah, exactly. That was my second favourite memory after the... Um, Learning the handshake. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think an Ed Sheeran song. I love like Galway Girl and yes. Nancy Mulligan. Yeah. Like, really like upbeat. I'm thinking Galway Girl. That's going to be our oh, song. That's very nice vibes. It's nice vibes, but we are in a submarine. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
got to take that into account. So, and then our, as we are in a submarine, maybe a part of your world from The Little Mermaid. Lovely. Because it's, it's going with it the will be irrelatable. I like that. I thought you were going to say like The Beatles. That's obviously <laughs> what I've stolen the idea from. Oh, throwing a beat. Oh, do you, um, because Parent Trap is such a big film in our lives, (laughs) there's a Beatles song. Which one is it? Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. Is that in the film? Yes, it is. Oh, that's a sweet choice. I like that. So that that will be my choice. You've put a lot of thought into those. Exactly. They're very relatable. It's a very important decision. Yeah. Because you are now just going to have to listen to those five songs if you were in my submarine, mm-hmm. for real. So what we got? Bohemian. We had Bohemian Rhapsody. We had Little Bit. Galway Girl. Galway Girl. What else was Part there? of Your World, Little Part Mermaid. Of your world and Here Comes the Sun. Yes, there you go. Here Comes the Sun is such a nice song. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time for submarine snacks. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we did have this conversation. I feel very bad because I do believe in learning from your mistakes and I do strive to be a better host you know yeah so i've taken the complaint of my previous guest on board that there were no snacks provided but i've realized that i didn't plan ahead enough because you're actually celiac and i don't have anything you can eat because i just had like biscuits and things like that you know what so i've failed yet again. don't worry because i did stuff my face at lunchtime okay and i have so provided a nice I, cup of tea and it is a very good cup of tea so i do i have won awards for my tea making <laughs> that's a lie um yeah. <laughs> So, what is your go-to snack, Jojo, if you had to take one snack? Oh, probably Haribo Tamfastic. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because... Sweet, not savoury. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm picking a submarine snack every single week because... Different one. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So, mine this week is a savoury one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is literally just cheese and crackers, but oh, they that have was to a good be one. the Jacobs cream crackers, like the proper ones. Yeah, a bit of cheddar. Like I love that is all that has always been my go-to. Oh it's my, just I classic. Yeah, every I've become a very much cracker. cheese and cracker person. Yes. Every evening after dinner, a bit of wine, cheese and wine. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I think on the ship these last sort of five months that was on. I think I developed elevated cholesterol because. I had cheese and crackers every single evening. I'm well, you routinely, look routinely. You didn't put on weight. You look wonderful. Well, that's all the PT. Yeah, you exactly. can get away with it. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. love that. So I have a couple of other questions for you. Uh, what would you say is the best thing about your job that you do now, being a PT on a cruise ship? Oh, you know what? Loads of people ask me this, and part of me would say. The travel aspect, obviously, that's why, Mm. you know, people go on these cruise ships to work and that's brilliant. But honestly, I think it's living with such a variety of different people and Mm. working with a variety of different people. I was thinking this and, you know, in my team, that was about 12 to 15 people. My sort of, I worked in the spa and fitness, all the sort of different nationalities there was... If I go through them, it was British, Irish, French, Serbian, Romanian, Indian, Sri Lankan, Filipino, Peruvian, Jamaican, other Caribbean. And that was just my team. Yeah. You know, there was 700 people on the ship. And it's so interesting to meet people from all different walks of life and from different places. And you learn a lot from meeting people. 100%. And it was just so nice. That was by far the best experience I've had. And I'm potentially transitioning to super yachts um to work as a pt 
and it will be different mm. and I think the biggest thing I'm going to miss is just all the people I was working with oh. on the ships that's going to be the biggest difference yeah, yeah. that's cute um, and now I've got a silly one for you what is the <clears throat> craziest thing that you've done on a cruise ship <laughs> oh god <laughs> here we go um so part of my job on cruise ships is I give one hour long seminars to, oh, yeah. to passengers daily, pretty much. Mm. And we were getting into accents okay. and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what would be brilliant if I could do a whole one hour talk in a different accent. In a different accent. Oh, <laughs> and this is going to be interesting because I've told Jojo already, we have got an accent game coming up next. And... You told me you weren't very good at accents. What? No, I'm not good at <laughs> accents. This is, and this is probably why, you know, it was one of the worst decisions of my life. <laughs> I felt it was a bit like that Friends episode when Ross... Joey tries to speak French. No! Oh. <laughs> no! But that is brilliant. No, when Ross pretends to do an English accent in his lecture. Yes. And then he has to phase it phase out. Phase it out. That was a bit like me. Because bearing in mind, after my seminar, I get people to book in with me for the week. <gasps> so you have to remember who'd been. Yeah. And stick with it. And stick with the did accent. Did you genuinely? I tried to. What accent did you use? Australian. Australian. So I was I like, uh, what was I saying? everybody. Yeah, so... <laughs> Welcome to my talk. <laughs> hi, guys. Um, this is Jojo, your PT. And um, we're going to be talking about exercise today. <laughs> People thinking, I'll pay for this. No, to be no. no, to be fair, I got that quite a lot on the cruise ship. Everybody thought I was Australian. Really? At the, and bearing in mind, this was after a one hour personal training session with them. I still thought you were Australian. They, they, well, they would be like, uh, so whereabouts, are you from New Zealand or Australia? And what? I was like, I'm from Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the blonde hair. Yeah, you've got quite like beachy Aussie mm. vibes about you, to be fair. But you sound very British. I know, right? So I don't As know. do I. But, you know. So I think now we've got everyone excited for the accent game, we should probably do that next, Jojo. Okay, so what I've done for our accent game, obviously because you're so well-travelled, Jojo, um, I thought that this would be quite a funny challenge um, to see who's better at it. Um, so I've basically picked out some famous or very funny movie quotes and um, many different accents, and they're in two separate piles. So you have to pick up one from the accent pile and one from the quote pile, and you have to read that <sighs> quote in the accent. So God. we're just going to see what happens. Should I go first? You go you? first. Okay. Oh dear, I'm already worried of the accent I've got. <laughs> oh dear. So I have a quote from Meet the Parents, and I'm supposed to do it in Welsh. How do you do Welsh? Um, like, I think uh, oh, Gavin, Gavin and Stacey. Oh, I love you, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> um, Welsh, Welsh, Welsh. This quote is, I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? That's so good. <laughs> but that quote, I'm, yeah. my, I did this with my sister as a test run. And she picked up this quote, but she had it in Russian. Okay. So she was like, "Will you milk me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be terrible. You're supposed to be good at this. You're well-traveled, right? I'm, 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 I'm half a performer you and are. I'm well-traveled. So I should be amazing. Should be. This is why I chose the challenge. Oh, shoot. Okay. Right. Thank you for saying shoot, because otherwise I would have had to put a little explicit sign on this. Oh, look what I've got. Oh, it's your favourite. Okay, so this is a quote from Notting Hill. Oh, I know what it is. It's beautiful. And uh, I have to do it on an Australian accent. Okay, She's so. good at this. 
this is getting into character. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Oh, brought tear to my eye. (laughs) This is supposed to be funny. That was really quite emotional. I bet... Okay. That's a lovely, lovely film. It is one of my favourites, I would say. Oh, I've got a good one. Here we go. I've got Italiano. It's very musical. Italiano. The Italian language. Oh, and I've got a Forrest Gump quote. How do you do this in Italian? That's actually really hard. Um, Italiano. A mamma always said that life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That's really that good? good. I think it went so. a little bit funny at the end. You, yeah, that's the Italian accent. You it's literally, the, it's the same. It's the intonations. It's the literally. You know what I have to say if I want to go get uh, into the Italian accent? Tell me. I say, it's me, Mario. <laughs> It's a me, a man. I love oh it. Oh my god, okay. This isn't going too badly so far. Oh I thought Italian no. was really hard. Oh god, what's this? Oh, oh no. no. So what I have to it? do a New York accent, which I'm terrible at. And I have to do a quote from Shrek. Oh, this is going to be hard not to do it in a Scottish accent, though. Yeah, that's the thing. When you know the quote so well, and I have to get into the New York. So I have to say, get into character a bit before. I'm gonna. I say, if I have to get into the New York accent, I always go, Joey, it's the step. (laughs) (laughs) August, I like onions. (laughs) (laughs) Joey, it's a step. Okay, that was that was mine. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, oh my god, why do I have such weird ones? Okay, so I've got a quote from The Wizard of Oz. In French. Oh, I love the French accent. Yeah, but I can't do a French accent. How do, what do you, so you seem to have techniques for getting into accents. You've got, it's a me, a Mario. So the French accent, you How just you have to, it? you just have to go, uh, uh, yeah, just go, uh, and that's, that will get you into uh, it. Twitter, I've got a feeling we are not in Kansas mm. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yes. Uh, uh. <laughs> right, it's your turn, Jojo. Let's go. Oh, I'm worried that oh, Australian no. family are going to be listening to this. Like, what kind of accent is that? Okay, Russian. Oh, well, you said that was one of your favourite destinations. I know. So I have a funny uh, thing about when we went to Russia. We were on this tour. Yeah. And this Russian, the Russian woman who was holding the tour, mm. um, was saying, "Don't worry if nobody's smiling. Oh, that's normal." <laughs> Like, oh. oh, so tourists no. are normally obviously like, why is everyone? Well, no, I think it's just part of their culture. They're not very smiley. Smiley. I can't imagine you getting on well there. No. Why did you like it so much? Because I oh, you're like the smiley. You're like one of the smiliest people. Okay. Anyway, so I've got Russian okay. from a quote from The Hangover. How do you get into a Russian accent? Um, oh no, I'm from Russia. I just go like that. Is okay. that Russian? In New York, it's better than your New York one. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! <laughs> you should have asked my my sister's really good at Russian. It's not. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's harsh. The Russian accent, so okay. I need to get in a harsh mood. Okay. It's not. Um, oh my God! <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> it's not a man's purse. Oh my God! <laughs> It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one. <laughs> that was terrible. 
I might just clip that and just put it on repeat on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Alright, this one I can do. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. So I've got Cockney and I've got the famous taken. Oh, okay. So I just do like Cockney like think like I was watching a bit of EastEnders before this actually. Think like, think so our colleague is quite Cockney. Brad. Mm. A little bit. A little bit. So think Bradley. Okay. Channel your inner Brad. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I feel like Phil Mitchell. That was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. I scared myself a little bit. I, I, it was... <sighs> shaking. I scared myself. Yeah. That was good. Right. <laughs> I think, you know, Liv gets 10 points and I get zero points uh, so no. far. Oh, no. Oh, Spanish. oh, Spanish. How do you get into Spanish? And I have to do a quote from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh. Spanish. It's like the... No. Yes. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. It's like S's. I just thought... Magic mirror on the wood, who's the fairest of <laughs> Who's the fairest of <laughs> one? I give up. No, I can't do that, obviously. You've got to get through it. No, I, I did it. You nearly did, so I'll have that. Oh. I don't actually know how to do that. West Country, what's that like? West Country, oh, like, a bit I'm like, glad that you got that. What's West Country? Is it a bit like that? Is, like I, a bit like you know, farmer? I, yeah, it's a bit farmer-like. It's a bit pirate farmer-like. Pirate farmer life. Yeah. I think you've just defended anyone from the West Country. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a quote from The Godfather Part 3 in West Country. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Yeah. How that? Is that West Country? Yes. Okay, so Southern American. <sighs> All right. Um, that works so well. You've got Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. That's meant to go together, Jojo. Yeah, but I've never seen that's the film. Based, that's based in Southern America. Wait, I have to think... Uh, uh, Southern America. It's like that, darling. I'm from Texas. That's right. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. What? <laughs> what? It's great. It's great. It's uh, absolutely the best one you've done. I've always... I'm just going to go. I've always... Okay. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Take a bow. Right, do you know what? I can see that this is Irish. Oh, do you know what I... Do you know what... Oh, no, this is the last quote. Irish accent, I think, is I the... love an Irish accent. Have you watched Normal People? I haven't. Oh, I know. Because that's who I'm going to just think of. Okay. Connell. Go for it. Watch it and admire his chain. That's what I'm going to say to you. His... His chain. His chain? He wears a little necklace oh, okay. all the time. A little okay. chain. And it's, uh, I didn't know what you were going to say there. Oh, did it sound a bit Fifty Shades Grey? Yeah. When I said chain. Oh, yeah. No, I meant necklace. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it. But it is quite, like, erotic. Explicit. I've heard. Yeah. But, like, it's a good story. I've read the book as well. I'd recommend oh, that. Lovely. But anyway, we're digressing. Um, Irish, to be sure. All right. Greed, you're good. I'm your wife. I'm the greatest good you're ever going to get. How are that? I think that was quite n- northern. That was quite pirate as well, wasn't it? I think it was quite northern it's Irish. To be, it's from The Incredibles, <clears throat> when she's like, great and good, I'm the greatest good you ever want to get. <laughs> you know? Oh, well done. Would you like to read it in German? No. Would you like to read it in, we have two accents left. 
Birmingham. Birmingham. Earlier, I asked Jojo, um, I said, we're going to play accent game. Uh, I've got Brummy in there. She went in the most sorry voice. Brummy? <laughs> What's Brummy? <laughs> Didn't you? And I, I confessed I did. <laughs> it's Birmingham. It's like Peaky Blonde, isn't it? That was tremendous. I, I thought that was tragic on my part. Applause. I thought that was tragic on my part. The and more tragic, the more entertaining for our yeah. listeners. Though. Like, you were just doing it for the entertainment of our listeners, I could tell. She's actually very good at accents. Yes, I'm, that is the truth. So coming up next, Jojo, I want you to hear this because I think you're going to really enjoy it, is um, the best confession I've received yet. So obviously this is my confession section. Um, basically what is said underwater stays underwater is the idea. This is completely mm-hmm. anonymous, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really a long... You saw that and you were like, wow, hefty. Mm-hmm. They've really... Thank you for taking the time for writing this out um, and all the detail. It's just incredible. So it says, Dear Liv, in your yellow submarine, I'd like to share my embarrassing confession with you so that perhaps you can apologise on my behalf to the poor masseuse and my humiliation can then remain underwater for all time. I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. I love it already because it's like a masseuse spa one and I feel like it's going to be really yeah. dodgy. Go for it. And you work in the spa yeah, and fitness, so spa. I'd be intrigued to see whether this has happened to anyone else yeah. actually. Okay, so <clears throat> to set the scene, it was early summer and my wife and I were staying in a posh hotel in the Italian mountains. Think alpine style comfort and stunning views out onto Mont Blanc. Snow-capped mountains and meadows of wildflowers. We'd returned from trekking in a beautiful valley with babbling streams, wildflowers, trees, and pure nature. There was also the occasional soldier, oh, popping up from the bushes with a machine gun. (laughs) The fact that we sneaked past the closure sign and ended up in the middle of the Italian military exercise is probably best kept for another story. I think we need to know that other story. Yeah, 100%. It was nevertheless idyllic and we walked many miles. We decided to treat ourselves to a massage to ease our aching limbs and backs and booked into the fancy spa. All seemed fine. A very nice young lady came into my treatment room, handed me a package, and told me to take off my clothes and put this on. I stripped and opened the packet. At this point, the confusion began. The garment was an odd shape and made of the kind of paper-not-paper stuff that they use for such disposable products. It had three holes, like a classic pair of pants, but the proportions were all wrong. My mind went back to an incident a few years previously, when on another Italian holiday, I was trying on a pair of shorts. I came out of the changing room unaware of just how snug they were, at which point my family looked in horror and all turned away in unison to avoid any further mental scarring. This whole Italian stallion thing must be a complete myth, I concluded. Clearly, they just come up small over there. <laughs> I put on the pants with the larger section at the back and arranged myself as best I could into what there was at the front. I didn't look right. <laughs> It definitely didn't look good. But by this point, the masseuse was back in the room, so I quickly clambered onto the bed face down, my only option being to style it out. (laughs) To be fair, the young lady did a very discreet job of working around the situation. After the treatment, I told my wife about the issue with the strange pants, and I've never seen her laugh so hard. I'd been wearing a thong backwards. (gasps) For the whole evening... Every time she looked at me, she burst out laughing and everybody turned to look at us. In fact, this continued through most of the next day. I had been utterly humiliated by a throwaway thong. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, wow. And do you know what else? He's, this guy is obviously, he's got a wife, he's got kids, he's got a family. So. 
well, <laughs> hopefully he's never told it to his children. Well, it's... Um, I mean, if my dad went through that and he told me that, you, I was like, thank you for scarring my life forever. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't have to see it. The poor misuse. <laughs> Which, mind you, it sounds like he did a good job, bless him, of... A lot of the time... How do you not know what a thong... How do you not know that? <sighs> Men. Men, exactly. Honestly, you worked out where this was going, didn't yeah. you? Because you started looking at well, me when I said about the site, the three holes, the proportions were wrong. Well, there's, well, no, well, there's, I think spa therapists have a lot of embarrassing stories. I really, if anyone happens to listen to this podcast who's worked in a spa, I would really love to know more of these stories. Yeah. I once heard one about, um, I think it was on another podcast, about a woman who... Um, didn't realise she'd like got confused about what treatment she was having and it was on like a hen do or something and they all went in and had different um, spa treatments and she thought she was having a massage so she stripped down to just her pants took a bra off everything um, and it turned out it was just a facial but the lady didn't say so she just did the facial with this woman naked because <laughs> she just didn't know what to do oh. I mean that oh, <clears throat> I laughed out loud when I heard that one imagine why wouldn't you just be like oh uh, well, I think you've got the wrong treatment well to be fair the all the treatments all the facials we had on the ship um involved sort of the shoulders and you would lie down on a bed okay. and you would strip oh uh, um, well i don't think she was supposed to strip. no it might have been one of those and she's had to sit in a chair yeah so that is very she had different to sit in a chair naked <laughs> and just have someone put a little oh, face mask on that's so embarrassing that's really bad isn't it have you got any embarrassing confessions for me, Jojo? Because I wasn't going to ask my guests because, you know, I like to keep these things anonymous to save people too much embarrassment. But um, do you have anything for me? Well, I don't think this podcast material... I think it might be. But then I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of, actually. Oh, God, where's it going? <laughs> she might have to cut this out. I need to know. Okay, so this is actually based on science... And I didn't think okay. it was based on science when it happened to me and I was getting really sort of freaked out. Oh. And then when I researched it up on Google, I actually realised it was a The thing. wonders of Google. I know, exactly. Love Google. Actually did some good for once in mm. terms of, you know, when you have something and you search it up on Google and you uh, think you're going to you die. It's the you have like a slight temperature. And you're like, and Google you like, says you're, you're like, dying. oh my God, this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. Got a week to live. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I haven't actually known any... Oh, known anybody else experienced this but I hope that I've I hope that I someone listening or I have I mean I'm really intrigued can you imagine if you, oh this is hilarious <laughs> so when I ever get a lot of adrenaline in me right from like exercise and stuff or was this like nervous it could be nerves are we talking <laughs> yeah potentially I love how I just mouthed it to her <laughs> potentially I start sneezing uncontrollably no I haven't experienced that so whether it's nervousness <laughs> or, um, you know, other juices flowing. I start other juices flowing. <laughs> I start sneezing. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And I Googled it and it's actually a thing. Really? Yeah. So your, your nasal system is connected to other systems in your body. And it is a reaction. That must be a little bit annoying at times. Sometimes. It doesn't happen all the time. It's very okay. quick. So if I suddenly get nervous or I suddenly get lots of adrenaline or anything like that. What if that, you were on a date and you were really nervous? Would you just sneeze the whole day? It's, I wouldn't sneeze the whole time. Once it happens, that's sort of it. Okay. You know, only And is happen- it like a few? Yeah. I feel like we're now having a therapy session. Yeah. So <laughs> it will, it will, it will happen about two or three times. Wow. Um, and yeah, 
And I was like, um, why does this happen? And I Googled it and it's an actual it's condition. So if you know, if you experience this back at home, like don't be embarrassed. <laughs> it's like a please call our contact our helpline if you've been affected by any of the issues mentioned in today's podcast. Um, you're not alone. <clears throat> Jojo also sneezes when she gets too much adrenaline, as she says. Jojo, this seems very serious. Thank you for coming on my podcast. You've been brilliant. Oh, thank you. This was, I have to say, um, last week's podcast <laughs> was the highlight She's of my week. She's laughing because she just said that to me and it was a really touching moment as I paused recording. She went, it was really the highlight of my week. I went, you're not going to say that when we record? <laughs> really, like, ungratefully. No, but it is lovely to hear that people are enjoying it because it's just a bit of a stressful time generally in the world at the moment. Like, I feel like there's just a lot of negative and it's nice to have something just positive to make people laugh and yeah. smile and it's nice that we can do that yeah like well, listening to podcasts is like one of my favorite things to do like if i'm just mm. feeling a bit like oh mm. well thank you so much Liv, for having me thank you I for feel being my privileged. second mm-hmm. it was lots of fun and if you want to hear from jojo again guys then well i would say we'd get you on again but you might be like jetting off somewhere else mm. to work you might be yeah. on a super yacht yeah Working with, oh, do you think it would be someone famous? Do you know if it's someone famous? Some sort of billionaire. Probably. Yeah. I'm very jealous. <laughs> Send me lots of photos. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Living a Yellow Submarine. This has been episode two. Judges <laughs> just looking at me like, you're really sad. We decided to do a little outro in our Aussie accents. Yes. Um, thank you, Liv, so much for having me. <laughs> it's been... It's been the highlight of this second week. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm doing this in an Aussie accent partly because Living in a Yellow Submarine has gone international. <laughs> I have a listener in Australia, albeit my uncle, but that's okay. Um, and I also had two listeners in, from Spain, Ooh. which is very exotic of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've gone international. Um, I will be taking over the world with Living in a Yellow Submarine. Watch the space. <laughs>